electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the new year and welcome to the keynote by CNBC Events. I'm Tyler Matheson. On this podcast, we bring you in-depth, candid conversations with executives, experts, and thought leaders from around the globe. On this episode, you'll hear from Betterment CEO Sarah Levy. Digital investment advisor Betterment is known as a robo-advisor with $30.7 billion under management. Levy spoke with my colleague Squawk on the Street co-anchor Morgan Brennan at CNBC's Financial Advisor Summit on December 6, 2022, about the role technology plays in investing in a turbulent market, exploring alternative strategies and strategies for the crypto-curious. Here's their conversation. Why is now a good time to be putting your money to work? So, you know, we've always believed at Betterment in long-term diversified investing, dollar cost averaging, right? K- keeping a, a horizon that is, um, is long means that when, you know, the market dips, you have an opportunity to just continue on your plan, right? It all starts with a plan in our view. And as long as you stick to your plan, that is the hardest thing in investing is not to get distracted by the markets. Um, and I think great advice would tell you, stay the course. So since that is the hardest thing about investing, how does it speak to the approach that Betterment takes as a robo-advisor? So when you think about um, you know, our, our business and when we were born, we were actually born in turbulent times. So the company was founded in 2008 and really launched to retail investors for the first time in 2010, right? So right coming out of a tough financial environment. And at that time, we really preached what we preach today, again, diversification, long-term, um, tax loss harvesting and automation tools that, techno- you know, that is sort of unique, not just to our technology, but technology solutions enable you, you know, Know, to really maximize the opportunities on the downside. And so, you know, I think of our technology as born for turbulent times. And it's a great way both for advisors and for retail clients alike to sort of take advantage of those dips. Yeah, it kind of speaks to uh, the role that technology can play, I would imagine, in taking the emotion out of the equation, right? Well, definitely you can take the emotion out of the equation as long as you're not checking, you know, every day your Fair. balances, right? I think one, one of the things that I think we think is important, again, back to the sort of have a plan, stay the course, put, you know, put recurring deposits in place. We'll do the rebalancing. We'll handle tax for you, which is something actually in turbulent times you can control a little bit more, right? So take control of the things you can control and think about sort of the optionality that the technology offers you. And those are some of the things we look for. So we are certainly in turbulent times. It's, a, it's been a tumultuous year for the markets. There seems to be a lot of uncertainties and unknowns as we look to 2023. Just to cite that poll, 53% not confident that a recession won't happen. Uh, your take on that and what that means in terms of, I guess, investment opportunities in this uncertain landscape. So look, I'm looking at the same data that the rest of you all are looking at, right? We're looking at, you know, the Fed funds rate, and I think the market is largely 
pricing in about to 5%, right? The market right now is pricing in 50 basis points on the next raise. Um, but still, there's some you know jitters out there, right? Because that is not certain. Um, and so I think, you know, after every raise, we get a little more certainty coming out of the Fed and we get a little more clarity. But it does seem that, you know, overwhelmingly, the market thinks we're getting to about 5%. Um, I think we're looking at China, right? We're looking at, you know, how the COVID, zero COVID policy is impacting both demand coming out of China and supply chain. We're looking at the war, right, which is driving um, energy prices and inflation. We're watching inflation like everybody else. So I think, you know, we're, we're looking at the employment numbers, right? Can't forget about those, which for better or for worse, kind of good news is bad news, right? So the Fed continues to believe that they're going to going to have to continue this path of tightening as long as, you know, we see this sort of um, inflation numbers staying high and and jobs staying, uh, you know, frothy, so to speak. So I think, you know, from my view, I'd say I'm with the advisor community in the room, right, who is thinking about, you know, a turbulent and volatile first half of 23, but a long-term outlook that is really positive. And, and many of the prognosticators are saying, you know, over a five and 10-year 10-year horizon, this is a great moment, again, for that dollar cost averaging opportunity. So in light of that, given the products that Betterment has, um, I, I guess what what is poised to outshine or outperform in a market like this? And uh, how are clients gravitating to, towards those? So we're seeing a couple of different types of clients right now, right? We're seeing sort of, I, I like to put them into sort of three buckets, right? The first is the kind of stay the course client that ha- sort of buys into the long-term buy and hold. That's why they came to Betterment. That's why they come to advisors and they're sort of, you know, sticking to their knitting. The second group is seeking a little more security. And that group is really putting more money in savings. And one of the things that we offer that I think is fantastic, both on the retail side, but also for advisors, is that we have a really high yield cash account. Right now we're paying 3.2%, but as the Fed raises, we'll continue to move up with, you know, with that movement. And I think when you contrast that to some other custodians where sort of cash is the way those custodians make money, we're giving that money back to the customer. And I think that's a real opportunity for advisors to be a winner and a hero with their customers who are reticent maybe to get in the market or to put all their money in the market. But this way, that money can come here with them, with the advisor, rather than sit separately in a checking or savings account at a bank that is essentially paying no yield. So we think that's a pretty exciting moment. And then the third set of customers, and I'm sure you'll want to talk about crypto, uh, but the third set of customers is the customer saying, okay, maybe now is a time to put a little money into an alternative strategy. So rather than my regular, you know, monthly deposit, let me try to divert some small portion into a new area of diversification that I haven't really been in before, but it feels like we could be somewhere nearing a bottom. So I guess in light of that, then, you know, are you thinking about new product offerings a little di- a little differently, given the fact that we are in these turbulent times. There is uncertainty. Many markets this year have not performed well at all. Uh, and you do have this, I guess, history of being able to navigate these types of markets. Yeah. I mean, I think when we think about sort of our diversified business model, I think we come from a place of diversification is always good. So it's good for the customer and it's good for our business model because it really builds sort of, you know, durability and resilience. And so at this moment in time, sort of the two brightest spots in our business, I would say, are the retirement sector, right, which is really, really long term. And that's a 401k product that we that we offer to um, small and medium sized businesses. And interestingly, that's actually become a product that advisors are leaning into and increasingly finding to be a great product 
which is another vector for them to have conversations, particularly with small business owners that they may represent on the personal wealth side. So that's a way that people, you know, advisors can come to our platform and say, look, I represent personal wealth, but now I can also make money on this new thing, which is retirement solutions. And that's something that kind of withstands the test of time. And then the second area that I'm seeing is really just an incredible take rate with advisors on this cash product because you can't really um, do uh, you can't really put client money in cash accounts with a high yield in very many places alongside their traditional investment portfolios. So those are kind of two areas. I wouldn't say we're really changing our stripes in terms of what we're launching, but I think we are bringing certain aspects of the business maybe to the forefront because they meet the needs of the customer and the advisor. One of the things you've said in the past is that, quote, advice is our superpower. What's the advice that Betterment is putting out right now? Well, I think the advice has a lot of layers. So I think the sort of on a, on a macro level, it's stay the course. Um, I think on a more kind of tactical level, as we think, for example, about um, about our crypto offering, the advice we offer there is keep less than 5% of your portfolio invested. Diversification is good, but it's good to a point and keep less than 5% in crypto and do that in a diversified way as well. That's another aspect of advice. And I think right now we are adding more of a cash lean and a cash path into some of our recommendations. For example, as we speak about safety nets and emergency savings funds. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. So let's get into the crypto conversation because uh, you and I have talked about it before um, and it wasn't that long ago that you actually launched this cryptocurrency offering. I guess walk me through the details and how you're thinking about that offering, whether that's changed or evolved given the current landscape for crypto. Yes. So look, for this room, I think the good news is, you know, when Bernie, when the Bernie Madoff shenanigans started, everyone didn't say, oh my goodness, I don't want to have a financial advisor, right? And so I think the FTX situation is a little bit of an analogy, right, to the Bernie Madoff situation, which is it doesn't mean all of crypto is lost. What it means is there are bad actors. And what it means is we need regulation and we need transparency and we need trust more than ever. So I think that sort of thematically is where we start. Where we then go at Betterment is, okay, do you believe in crypto as an asset class? And I think, you know, my view and our view is 
This is a technology that is going to underpin a lot of the next generation of business, of art, of entertainment. And in the same way that, like, again, think back to the sort of dot-com boom and bust, you used to have digital companies and analog companies. And now you don't have digital and analog companies. Every company has digital as sort of part of the fabric of what they do. And I think we think of crypto as being in its early innings as an asset class with the same flavor, which is crypto is going to be important. But I'm not going to project or predict which aspect of crypto is going to win. And so for us, the product that we launched is a set of diversified portfolios that essentially stays true to exactly what we preach in traditional finance, which is diversification is good. For most investors, picking individual stocks doesn't make sense. Same thing is true here. For most investors, picking individual cryptocurrencies is going to be too much work and too hard. And so what we do is we put the experts behind the portfolios and then we put the technology to work to rebalance balance and to um, and to keep those portfolios kind of fresh and in the right you know kind of risk framework and then you know speaking more to this audience of advisors I think look we totally respect that there's smart money on both sides of the question of crypto whether to be in crypto or not to be in crypto but our view is as a custodian what we really need to offer is optionality for advisors and education for advisors because customers want to understand this area and so what we want to provide is those educational materials And whether customers are crypto curious or crypto cautious, the point is they want to understand. So we offer education, we offer optionality, and then we ultimately offer professionally managed portfolios for those advisors for whom their clients are asking. And that's kind of where we come out on the topic. When you talk about uh, a refresh, what what does a crypto portfolio refresh look like now, just given the fact that there are... And there's been the FTX stuff, but even before that, um, experts saying that we're in a crypto winter and we've seen the prices of Bitcoin and, and other cryptocurrencies within, within the asset class come off so dramatically. Yeah, so we, you know, we have a team of investment prof- professionals who on a you know, weekly cadence are monitoring the entire sector and who are making recommendations to you know, rebalance and rethink portfolios based on a set of uh, criteria that is very um, evidence-based and rules-based, right? So we're not making any decisions based on a story or, right, we're looking at market mm-hmm. caps. We have quantitative measures that we're, you know, that we're watching. Um, so again, we um, we have no stable coins in our portfolios because, again, our thesis is around diversification, and we think people have already captured that, that side of the business elsewhere in their portfolio. So I think it's very thoughtful. We have, you know, white papers posted on the website um, that explain the philosophy philosophy, but I think it's important to know that we have experts kind of staying on the case at all times and then sharing education with both advisors and customers so that they can kind of keep pace with what's new, whether that's regulatorily or with specific investment options. Um, am I correct that you offer fractional stock, uh, fractional, fractional stocks within, within your portfolio uh, products as well? or? We you do. Uh, I, I yes, guess just walk me walk yes. me through that and where you're seeing the pickup there, uh, and what kind of opportunities that enables, especially in this type of environment. Yes. Well, I think look, cash drag is something that um, you know gets talked about a lot in portfolios, and there are certain custodians where keeping a required amount of cash in the portfolio again is how they're making money off of the customers, right? So the the headline price may be free, but you know in life nothing is free, right? So I think <laughs> the way we think about fractional shares, pr- the primary the primary benefit is really about avoiding any cash drag within the portfolio, and then if you want to hold money in cash, you can separately hold that money. Track that money and capture yield on that money. 
And so I think that's really the primary benefit of, of fractional shares. And when you think about sort of investors earlier in their journey where they're maybe depositing, you know, $250 a month or, right, sort of lower ticket prices, um, maybe they can't afford, you know, full shares, but this is an opportunity for them to be invested. And we think first and foremost, it is important to be invested. And then, you know, over time, that is an opportunity to grow that they might not have had without fractional shares. Uh, so I just, I want to get back to the macro piece of the conversation again for a minute. Um, and that is the fact that Jamie Dimon from JP Morgan was on CNBC sees uh, error this morning. And, and one of the things he was talking about is the fact that consumers have $1.5 trillion in excess savings from pandemic stimulus programs. They're spending about 10% more than in 2021 because of inflation. And basically, he said inflation is eroding everything, um, that that money will run out, that savings will run out sometime mid-year next year. And when you're looking out forward, uh, those things may very well derail the economy and cause a mild or hard recession that people worry about. Um, concern that, like, Maybe folks, maybe consumers, maybe uh, maybe Americans are not going to put as much money to work in savings or step back from investing. What would you say to those people that, that might be trying to figure out what they're going to do with less money in their wallet as they've seen all this turbulence in the markets? Well, the good news about savings accounts with high yield, I mean, right now, the more interest rates go up, the more yield that customer can capture if they're keeping it at the right institutions where the institutions mm. are passing along that yield to the customer. So I, I think for me, the lesson would be, you know, money in a savings account is accessible capital. And right now, the yield curves are such that there really isn't any benefit to locking money up with any kind of duration. So you really can have access to that cash and still capture if not all of the available yield, almost all of the yield. So, you know, I think that's a great lesson for folks, which is, again, you know, put away a safety net and do that in savings and, and collect the interest. Mm. And I guess that speaks to, uh, and I want to get your thoughts on what advisors are actually looking for based on what you've seen in terms of activity on Betterment and your own conversations. So I think for us, what we offer for adv to advisors, we are a modern custodian. And I think we have two, there's sort of two benefits to what we do. The first is great technology. And the second is great service. And both of those things are kind of tailor-made for the independent RIA. So unlike some of the big custodians where this is sort of the long tail of their business, this is our business. And so we launched um, the, the advised technology business um, in 2014, actually. So we've been in this space for eight years. And again, maybe not an eternity in, you know, incumbent land, but a pretty long time in sort of the fintech world. And I think, interestingly, when we first came out of the gate, we were a retail first product and the advisor community sort of you know, was taken aback and saw us as a competitor. And I think what we learned pretty quickly, that was 2010, what we learned pretty quickly was that we had developed incredible automation that advisors could benefit from. And then what we needed to do is turn and say, okay, advisors, if you're actually our customer, what do we need to layer on top of that customer automation to bring you great delight so that you can scale your practice and so that maybe you can take on kind of a deeper book of clients that maybe have long-term potential but don't hit the asset minimums today that you might need for your business to be profitable, right? So we lower the cost, we add automation, we have you know, custom, we have portfolios if they want to outsource that to us. We also allow advisors to custom make their own portfolios. 
And then importantly, we have a wide variety of products and services for good times and bad. Again, I've talked a lot about cash. I've talked about crypto. Um, we've got IRAs. We've got taxable accounts. So from a, you know, we've got trust accounts. So if you're an advisor, you have an ability to leverage our automation, to leverage you know a broad suite of products and services, and then ultimately to get great client service. Right? We we're answering phones in under 80 seconds on average. Right? And that is really really important to the advisor who needs like a quick win and a quick fix to their technology. And we're constantly bringing new features to market. And so I could tease a few that are coming, but they're coming specifically because they were asked for by advisors. And one is an improved uh, onboarding right which which is a huge value prop and time saver for advisors um, and the other thing advisors have been asking for is sort of tech smart technology that can help them consolidate assets and we see a really interesting um, product development coming just after the new year that will meet that need very specifically that was betterman ceo sarah levy she spoke with us at cnbc's financial advisors summit on december 6 2022 The keynote is produced by the CNBC events team. If you enjoyed this conversation, please share with your friends. You can visit cnbcevents.com to learn about upcoming events and how you can join us. I'm Tyler Matheson. Thanks for listening. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. 